You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Will Dogson, with my buddy, Kev Huggin Duggan. Hey, guys, I missed you. I missed you, too. Let's not forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. All right, folks. Uh, Time for another episode of the Charger Chat. There's been some rumbling news to talk about. We've got a a Craig experience, a monumentous Craig experience, and an Ask fam lined up for you. But let's start it off here up at the top, talking about our very own diehard bowl club, the DHBC Right there, talking about their oh, BBQ. I didn't, was, I didn't know we were wearing our shirts today. Well, so, I mean, I, I don't think we didn't plan on it. It just kind of happened. I just, I just, I just ran home. Realized it. I literally like for this the podcast, feels like a likely story. Boys. No, 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 no. For the podcast, I have all my Charger shirts. I take one from the front. I wear it. I wash it. I put it in the back. I take one from the front, wash it, put it in the back. Oh, I like that. So like, That's my cycle. Like your uniform, yeah. That way I go through all of them, baby. There's no shirt that ever gets missed. But nice. uh, the Die Hard Bowl Club had their barbecue, and holy smokes, what so a jealous. turnout. Dude, do you remember last year? They had a great turnout then. Yeah. This is like double. Yeah. Double this is a turnout. ton of people. I'm looking at the, at, at the pictures, and... There's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen tenths. There's probably more in the background that I can't see, but yeah. I mean, usually those are all like the different chapters. Like here's yeah. the the Inland Empire chapter and the uh, Orange County chapter and all that kind of stuff. And man, what a great turnout! God, I wish I could have been there. That would have been so I much know. fun. Um, I think one we, day we had, one day we'll actually do it. I, I really feel confident we need to get there because when do you get? Oh, the only time you get people like this together is at Thunder Alley, and people are yeah. distracted because there's a football game coming up here. Right, you're yeah. just with everybody. Like it's we're gonna have to make it happen soon. One of these days, Alice. One of these days. Pow, zoom to the moon, or you know, a diehard bowl club barbecue. <laughs> uh, right. But uh, one of our own, uh, Justin Sabercool, shot some video, right? Yeah, yeah. He shot and, a whole bunch uh, of video for us, and we're gonna put together a little little video for the next episode of what it was what it was like if you're not in diehard boat club and you want to experience what it would be like to be a diehard boat club member you might have a little something for you to watch next week i'm telling you folks if you watch this video you're you're gonna want to join you you're gonna get the itch to join the diehard mm-hmm. boat club and i won't blame you one bit um and apparently the chapter that was the furthest away that made it was the Denver chapter, Denver chapter of Let's the Die Hard Bowl Club. Let's ride. Went all the way out to uh, to the barbecue the, in the Enland Empire. That is so freaking cool. Love so to see cool. that. Come on. Um, I just, I'd, I'd love to see a version of this for another team that has a fan base like this that gets together before the season starts that has right. this many people. So I, right. you don't see this. You don't see this very often. So right. in the keep off up the good work, Pablo and, and uh, Rike. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, OTAs have been going underway and Daniel Popper tweeted out chargers OTA starting today, May 22nd in Costa Mesa. And guess who's there? 
our very own Joey Big Boy Bosa. Holy cow, he, look at this guy. Look at this Viking. And, and <laughs> it's crazy because, you know, we have some quotes coming up, but he hadn't been to the first day of OTAs since, like, the very beginning of his career. It's been, like, wow. six, seven years since he showed up for this. Yeah, last year, was it was all the big talk that he came back because he always, for the optional stuff, he always just was stayed in Florida and had his own trainer and was trying to be consistent. And they talked about it a lot last year, why he decided to come back and make the change. He owed a lot of, he said a lot of it was due to his D-line coach being like, hey, you need to get out here. You're a leader. You need to, you need to show up. Um, and then wanting to work out with Khalil Mack and wanting to be like in the environment with all the guys. So you just love seeing it. now he, he clearly enjoyed it. He thought it was beneficial last year. And now he took it a step further and showed up for day one of OTAs. I mean, it's May right now. Yeah, it's May. We still have three full months until yeah. we get football. Um, and they're already showing up. It's it's so fun. It's so exciting. Yeah, it's so good. And there's there's an element too where he was talking about how like he trains with his brother, but whoever was training him, he didn't come to camp. He got hurt pretty quick. So I don't. I'd rather have them with our our staff than coming in with like some injury that's about to pop off. So oh, I, this true, is yeah. good on a lot of levels. Yeah. Um, let's see. Jeff Miller tweeted out Chargers running back Austin Eckler wasn't present for day one of OTAs, which is his standard approach. Head coach Brandon Staley said he anticipates Eckler being here for the mandatory portion next month. Um, yeah, he's talked about how he's trying to he tries to rest his body as much as he can working towards like not peaking too soon. That was mm -hmm. his whole big thing last season. So everyone's going to try to blow this up because of the contract talks and sure. requesting. It's already the, started. Uh, yeah, it's already started. requesting guys like you got to pump the brakes on that. But just right now before I haven't seen a ton of the, the hate yet. He's going to be our running back this year. He's not going anywhere. Right. So pump the brakes, shift the mindset, be excited. We should be giving him like a farewell tour because he has been a huge part exactly. of the Chargers. Yeah. It shouldn't yeah. be a bash him for not showing up to OTAs. This is normal. This is what he always does. If you didn't bash him before, don't start bashing him now. Exactly. Well, I, yeah. I think it's some of those network shows and stuff that are like, oh, all right, well, he's he didn't show up. There's going to be problems yeah. when when those those they don't even know that he hasn't shown up for this in years. So right. yeah. they're making a you know this giant thing that is not necessary. He was going to do this anyways. When we interviewed him right. last year, he basically said this exact same thing. Like, I'll come yeah. ready. I'll be ready for the season. Yeah, yeah. Anybody that still keeps an eye on his social media, whether it's Twitter or Instagram, you're going to see this guy working out harder. He's going hard. <laughs> just about anybody. So I hard, mean, yeah. 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 The guy is coming prepared, no doubt. And in, in reality, for the way that our team is structured and in all likelihood, this being his last season, I right. don't mind these other guys getting reps right now with whatever mm -hmm. the new scheme Absolutely. is. And let Isaiah Spiller touch the football a little bit. I mean, I feel like he didn't at all last year. So what a yeah. concept. All around, I think it's it's not a negative thing. Look at it as a this is standard for Austin and these other guys get the ball a little bit more here in the early parts of the season. I well love said. your positivity. I like well that. Well said, Kyle. It's like love you belong it. on this podcast or something. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's look at some quotes from the OTAs. Joey Bosa on how he's feeling at this point. Joey said, it's weird to be feeling in shape this part of the year. It's been going really well. I've been able to stay consistent this year. It's going to be good being out here, getting some football movement, and to be with all the guys. It's been going really well. 
Yeah. I just don't even like hearing that. I, it, it feels like it can only go one way when you say everything's going great. I can't believe I'm in this good of shape. Everything's perfect. It just feels like it can't. This is just the Charger fan in me, I think, from watching the, last the year. The nervous but, Nelly energy yeah, of it's it like, all. I don't, want it, I don't want you to be peaking right now, Joey. Yeah, like, right. You tell us you got a little gut. Tell us you enjoyed your off season and you got some work to do. I don't want to hear I'm, I'm I'm at the I'm at my peak right now. Well, it it's tough too because last year he said the same thing when he came in. He's like, I'm feeling great, feel good. But in reality, he wasn't. And he was right. just kind of feeling good for how he normally feels. Exactly. So the the fact that he's feeling like he's in shape already coming in, that's good for what, you know, all the stuff he's going to put his body through. He's not coming in, barely being able to practice and start going. He's going to be, you know, warmed up and pretty much ready to go um, when it's time to really turn it up. Right. And like you said, Joey hasn't shown up for day one of OTAs and how long so for him to be Six, in shape seven. and ready to go yeah. Yeah. this early on. I mean, it has, it has to be good for him to already start getting the reps. And like you said, Kev, like with him now knowing that he was dealing with a uh, with groin. an issue last year, the groin issue, to the point that like it wasn't stopping him from playing, but he kept having to favor that other side, and that only worsened that side of his body. Now that all the surgery is done, now that everything is cleared up, it's like, all right, I'm coming in, and yeah, dude, I'm fresh. I'm ready yeah. to go. So I'd love like to hear that. And a little bit of accountability, too. Like, you want him, what happened, how the year finished. You want him to show up, be one of the first guys there. You got to put in some work, dude. Yeah. It's time to yeah, step yeah. up because, you know, we, we need you to be at your best. And he's a team captain. So, yeah, you should be there day one. And you should be there to show what it means to be on this team and, you know, earning the the type of paycheck that he's earning as well. Right. Yeah, you set the standard, especially for like the new rookies that are coming in. Like, Thule shows Big up time. day one. Yeah. And you already have Joey Bosa out there working drills with you. So, yeah, yeah help him. All, all around, I think it's, it's from a fan's perspective, I love seeing all the vets out there early. It's great teamwork. Um, oh, yeah. Joey Bosa on the motivation for being at day one of OTA said, uh, the coaches tell me it's no problem to be out here a little early uh, to be out here with the guys. I'm actually excited to see how much I can actually hone my football technique. It's been the first time I've been out this early in a long time. Yeah, he's so making a joke that he's like, the coaches told me to be here is essentially what he said. He's making a joke and then he went off into, you know, <laughs> Come out and be with the guys. Be one of the bros. Come on, bro. Let's bro out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Teacher says I should be here. So I <laughs> yeah. so I'm here. here. I was last time I was here, it was in the <laughs> principal's office and he told me to show up early this new school year. So I'm here. So here I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. just here so I don't get fined. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice pull. I, there's so much some some of Joey Bosa's response though in media you have to take with his insane he's sarcasm. So sarcastic, you it's know, insane. like he's they're probably he's just probably tired of being asked like why are you here? He's like coaches told me like just shut up like I'm like right. I'm here. I, it's not a problem being here. I'm excited to be here and hang out with right. the guys. Leave me <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he did the, that exact thing when they were asking him about. They kept. A couple of the reporters kept going back to the playoffs and how it ended. And at one point, he's just like, "Are we going to talk about the future? I don't want to talk about that anymore." <laughs> yeah, he yeah. just like went off on him, and he's just like yeah. was like a like a killer. He went killer mode for a second. And I was like, "All right, he's back. He's ready yeah. to go. I like this. He's not talking about that shit. We're moving on, just like yeah. us. Let's move on. Let's move on. We kept the um, receipt, but we're moving on. Yeah, we're moving on, big time." 
And then Joey Boson, the second year playing with Khalil Mack, said it was great last year, even with the short amount of time. I'd say he's definitely part of the reason I came out early. I feel obligated to do my stuff when I have him watching me and him counting on me. And it's nice to have that. You feel obligated to these guys to do your best. Accountability, buddy. Yeah. Think about (laughs) us too, dude. We're here putting in work all off season. (laughs) Me, Kevin, Adam. We're here all off season. For the Charger Chat crew. No. Yeah, we showed up. It's 1 a.m. in Poland. Come on now. I'm working (laughs) for you, Joey. Joey, (laughs) Joey, we were working with Romanian Wi-Fi last week. (laughs) You can show up to Costa Mesa. (laughs) Yeah, a little early. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Please and thank you. Um All right. And the new practice facility, the Chargers practice facility, which moves them from Orange County to Los Angeles County, is scheduled to open in time for 2024 season. Whoa. And they showed off some uh, work in progress pictures. I didn't see it yet. Holy shit, dude. They have this like. on their YouTube? Yeah. They have this like uh, VIP lounge that you can pay money to be a part of where it's a bar restaurant that overlooks the practice field. Like we could be paid to be a part of? If we can somehow make some more money together collectively. No, no, that, no I don't mean we're going to do it. I just mean like, like the Yeah, you could go get is, a membership to go hang out in this exclusive part whoa. of that where you can literally drink, eat food, and watch practice. That's crazy. Right? That's so cool. Right? <laughs> Let's start playing the lottery, boys, because I want to get there at least a couple couple practices a year. Yeah, I want to... <laughs> we just got to keep networking. We got to find someone that has, that has access. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, all right. And then Ian Rappaport tweeted out the NFL bylaw on allowing a third QB to be active without burning a roster spot Aww. was approved per source. Looks Duggan. like all that whining about Max Duggan is now useless. Yeah. Well, Looks I mean, like given, a great draft pick. Yeah. Now, now he gets to sit there and not burning a roster spot now we can keep a seventh db or a hey let's get a fourth qb hang out on the practice squad or something like that (laughs) oh god what (laughs) if we start carrying four now because they gave us that freebie (laughs) oh shit imagine the fan base just gonna explode (laughs) (laughs) our fan base would explode we pick up the fourth (laughs) the day after this we re-sign somebody (laughs) yeah that would be hilarious oh Uh, well that's but it's funny because I, I posted it and the, somebody went back and was like, we don't have a problem with that. We have a problem with the 53-man roster. I'm like, dude, we're, stop it. Just cut it out. Everyone, please. Stop <laughs> it. Shut up. This yeah, is great. Now, who's not going to carry a third quarterback? I can't imagine one of them not carrying one on that roster. Wait, but and the 53-man, we never, we didn't carry the quarterback onto the 53-man. We just wanted them on the active so they didn't get picked up and on the exactly. practice squad. So we're, yeah. we're good so, now. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I don't I don't get the confusion or the frustration there, but no. Now know. it's awesome to have a third quarterback, especially one Dude. that's Max Duggan, the, the I, so Heisman I gotta, Trophy runner-up. Great. Last I got to find out more about a great last name. I got to find out more about this rule because you know how I'm loophole Duggan. Um, yeah, you kept Max Duggan is a big, sturdier Taysom Hill ish kind of vibe. Let's put mm. him out there at tight end. Let's get him out there on special teams. Get down the field. There's your extra guy. Him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think I saw. I'm not going to allow that. But. No, I think I saw that both of your quarterbacks have to be injured in order to bring that third quarterback into the game. So, like, he's there. He's dressed up, but he ain't playing is, unless those other two t- guys go down. 
Talk about the best position in all of sports as being the third quarterback now where you're not playing in a football game, but you get to oh. dress up, do the whole deal, just chill the there knowing yeah. there's yeah. no chance you're going in the game. It's pretty yeah. rad. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Take away backup quarterback, backup, backup quarterbacks, the new <laughs> <Yeah>. best spot. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Double back. Definitely. Yeah. Well, speaking of the backup quarterback, Chase Daniel tweeted out, per source, the Chargers are signing former Giants defensive tackle Nick Williams to a one-year deal entering year 11. Williams provides some key depth at a position of need for the Chargers. So I I think I saw earlier, prior to this coming (coughs) out, uh, Christian Covington ended up going to Detroit. Yeah. So this feels like just kind of coming in and filling in for Covington going to Detroit. They've gathered so many defensive linemen this offseason. Like right now, they have Gerard, was it Jared, Gerard Clark, Morgan Fox, Christopher Hinton, Austin Johnson, Sebastian Joseph Day, who's now 51, by the way. He's no longer 69. He just changed that. Um, yeah, right. big change. I just saw that today. Uh, Terrence, a big, big, strong number. I like that better. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then Terrence Lang, our new draft pick, Scott Matlock. David uh, Moa, like they have, and there's even more. There's three more, two more defensive linemen on here. Um, Tito. So they they have clearly looked at what didn't work for us last year in terms of not being able to stop the run. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of big bodies currently on the roster right now, and they're, they yeah, just gobbled right. up another one. Yeah, so you got to feel good about our, like our trenches right now. I I feel very confident about our offensive defensive line. I don't know the last time I felt as confident as I do. Now, we don't have the giant nose guard consume a spot. Mm-hmm. But I just, it, I, it's clear that's not the vision for what we want out of a defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think with the athleticism that we have, now you're adding in Eric Kendricks, that linebacker that has a little bit more of that downhill. Um, I think the trenches are in good shape. Yeah, Nick Williams uh, was selected as a seventh-round pick by the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 2013 NFL Draft. Williams has appeared in 83 games uh, for the Giants, Lions, Bears, Dolphins, and Chiefs. Oh, my. So, yes. Uh, so, yeah, great great depth piece to have. And, yeah, I mean, another another body to work out with all the new talent because it's 90, 90 men on the roster during the uh, – off season and preseason and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, you get them through the whole, the, like they, we talked about the previous episode. We get them all the whole, the preseason the whole, whole time. thing, yeah. whole kitten caboodle, and then it's a super cut. Whole kitten caboodle, whole <laughs> enchilada, oh, oh Magilla. Um, all right, well, uh, I can't think of a good segue, but uh, if you haven't heard yet, folks, we've got a Patreon, <laughs> patreoncom chat. Uh, we've got a lot of funny videos posted over there, and we've got. Uh, hangout coming up here pretty soon a hangout with our people in the special 10 category so if you want to check it out go to patreon.com slash charger chat and if you don't want to go over there that's totally fine you can go on over to our regular website chargerchat.com check out all the cool stuff we got over there t-shirts hoodies and stickers you can chat it up with other charger chatteteers in the member section and ask questions and ask both fam so go check out chargerchat.com Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, gang, it's time to go on to the next segment. Now, this is, this is a pretty big deal here, folks. This guy has been around with us for years at this point, I think. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we're at least hitting Love close I'm to double at- digits, if not... I'm looking it up right now. Give me one okay. second. I'm looking this I'll riff up. as we're... The, no, the <laughs> very first like Craig experience was March 15th, 2021. 2021. So, yeah. Wow. Two, years two years. Two yeah. years with this fine gentleman. Uh, you know him. You love him. And now you're here for his 100th appearance on this show. That's right. I'm talking about the Craig experience. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Way behind. Wait, 100 episodes. <laughs> yeah, we got to do that again. We got to do that again. Do that again. Do that again. No, leave it in. No, I got to do that again. No, no, leave it in. Uh, do it again. Do it again. Uh, that's fine. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. Oh. Great. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. They got to do something about these nails getting out of control. (sighs) Oh, hey, what's up, everybody? Mm -hmm. Nothing much with me, just uh, hanging around, watching a little Eastern Conference finals action. I'm a Miami Heat fan. So uh, as things currently stand, up 2-0 against the Boston Celtics with a very nice halftime lead. Uh, Hopefully things pan out. We go up 3-0, but other than that, Nothing major going on, you know. Nothing of note, really. All cap. Welcome, CC gang. The biggest of salutes. And to the rest of the Bolt fam, what is goody? You got Craig in Texas. And this is the 100th edition of the experience and before we get into the regular proceedings allow me to say thank you to the cc gang my charger chat brethren uh dub d kev kyle this was my introduction to everyone on any platform and you guys gave me my first opportunity by inviting me on and unbeknownst to a lot of people i'm actually very introverted so this is me you know stepping outside of my shell and i appreciate you guys for asking me to do it because it's led to some great things and uh, couldn't be here without you. So my heartfelt thank you to you and also again to the Bolt fam for tuning in and listening to me weekly, bi-weekly. Uh, I really appreciate you because I'm just a dude who loves the team like the rest of you guys are and uh, happy to share my thoughts, opinions and feelings, of course, of the shamelessly positive variety with all of you. So uh, here's to the next hundred plus. So let's get into it. Time to talk some charges ball, per usual. Yo, really, man? Like, a hundred of these joints? Seriously? I'm not an overly sentimental person, by like any means, but that hits a little different. Anyway, enough with the mushy stuff. Let's talk about some of the happenings. Haven't been very many. We're in the throes of the offseason where uh, we're beyond the draft. 
um, in whatever wave of free agency this is considered, like sixth or seventh, hell, who really cares at this point? But the Chargers did sign Nick Williams, defensive tackle, who has some experience in the Vic Fangio, Brandon Staley scheme. So uh, he could be brought in for depth purposes. Don't really know what's going on with Otito Obonio or um, Austin Johnson. Could be an insurance piece. Who knows? But I'm good with that. But outside of that, let's talk a little bit about just some of the areas in all three phases of the game that um, I think the Chargers have hit on and where there can still be some improvement. So let's start with the offense and the O-line inside the big uglies. When's the last time that you can say you felt this good about a Chargers offensive line? Mm, I really, really couldn't tell you. Um, pretty much got every position solidified. Now, what I would like to see is uh, an incumbent for uh, Corey Lindsley. So I want to come in over the course of the next year or two, develop behind him. Man, uh, Will Clapp is not it. And salute to Will. He's actually, uh, he graduated from the same high school as I did, uh, Brother Martin in Louisiana. So, you know, salute to him for that. Also, he's an LSU Tiger. All good. But still, mm, it's not the guy that you want uh, replacing Corey whenever he's ready to roll out. So, uh, I know there are a couple of names that are floating around that are currently on the roster, maybe at other positions that have some flexibility that may be able to move into that spot. So we'll see how that goes. Other than that, no real complaints. Uh, the running back position, there's been a lot of talk about that. Even people that were expecting running backs to be taken in the draft uh, because of the current Austin Eckler situation. We see how the running back market played out. Austin found out the hard way. Uh, doesn't have a whole lot of leverage. So unless something really strange happens or a team decides that they are willing to trade for a running back who's what two years away from 30 and is looking for more money on an extension and a new deal uh austin's probably going to be a charger at least one more year uh it'll probably work something out for him kind of the same way that they did with melvin ingram maybe sort of because the Chargers like austin but they're not going to overpay because y'all know how it goes with running backs unfortunately and i say it all the time say it again mamas don't let your boys grow up to be rbs but you people know that i have a special place in my heart for isaiah spiller and i hope that he gets an opportunity to play this year and really show what he can do of the running backs of the draft last year he was probably the number three uh running back in the class and i think of all the guys in the draft he had the best footwork now as far as being the most athletically gifted nah but here's the other thing have you actually looked at Spiller? I call him. He might actually be the babyface bully. Uh, we don't know how much of a bully he is at this point, but still. Six foot, six foot one, 215, close to 220 pounds, and he doesn't look it. Like, he still hasn't grown into his man body. Now, look, Rashawn, I don't know if I can call you the babyface bully anymore. You got the goatee thing going on. Might have to relinquish the nickname and give it over to Isaiah. We'll see how he plays next year because you kind of have to earn the bully part of it. But I feel really good about Spiller. And Josh Kelly's still out there. Had a better year last season. Um, if he was fully healthy and got through the entirety of the season, maybe I'd feel a little bit better about him. But we'll see. I'm cool with the uh, running game, the running backs that we have right now. As far as wide receiver position goes. Now, <laughs> it's really strange, right? Because last year we couldn't afford to have one guy get hurt. Not only did we have one, but we had two. Actually, three. But really, it's the top two guys. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams both went down. Uh, different points during the season. Keenan Allen with the hamstring that took him out for multiple games. And then uh, 
There were games when Josh Palmer had to be your number one. And he actually played pretty well. But that brings me to my next point. Essentially, because of the draft for Quentin Johnston, uh, does this automatically make Palmer wide receiver four? I would imagine Jalen Guyton gets knocked down to wide receiver five. But, you know, Quentin coming in, being a first round draft pick, probably just penciled in there as wide receiver three to get everything jumped off. I fully expect that. But that's a pretty decent wide receiver course. It's actually better than decent. Still have to see QG and QJ play. Uh, but for what he brings to the table from a run after catch standpoint, athleticism, a big body that can move and uh, create, that's got to be at least a top five wide receiver unit in the NFL right off the bat right now. And I don't think I'm exaggerating at all. Um, just from a talent perspective, what it looks like on paper and mm, the thing we've all been asking for, improvement in speed. You've now gotten a Quentin Johnston who can run. Um, Jalen Guyton's back healthy. And uh, you also have Darius Davis, Mr. 23 mile power, fastest top speed recorded in the NFL or college football last season. And um, actually got John Hightower lurking out there also. Another 4-4 guy from a couple years ago. Um, I think, didn't Hightower go to Boise? There's this Boise thing going on now that Clemens is there. I see you sneaking guys in, even though he was there before you got there. Right? Wouldn't be surprised if somehow, some way, Hightower found his way onto the field just because of the connection. I don't know, whatever. Anywho. But man, that's a pretty nice wide receiver core you got going now and you have guys with different skill sets and seemingly looks like speed is no longer really an issue uh, again not just vertical speed but the type that moves horizontally really well and create in short area of the field and create bigger plays so excited to see how that pans out tight end you got two receiving options Gerald Everett Donald Parham uh, maybe they're banking on Trey McKitty having a bounce back season as the blocking tight end. Hmm. Huh. We'll see. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time there, but tight end is a big part of Kellen Moore's system. But the thing about it is, is at least one of them has to be a decent blocker. So Parham can do it in spurts, uh, but that really is what they envision McKitty being. Yeah. It's another thing we'll have to watch out for. Let's move over to defense. I really don't have a whole lot of questions about any of the positions. Cornerback, we could talk about that a little, but really my thing is safety. Are you really going to bank on uh, Alohi Gilman or uh, JT Woods being the guy full-time? I mean, we could get to a point where they're like splitting reps. Nobody's really the guy per se, uh, unless someone's playing out of their mind. But I can see them starting off in sort of a rotational role. But what I would much rather have, and I've expressed this multiple times, is a vet back there. Whether it be John Johnson, who's still on the market, or Adrian Amos, also out there, who both have experience in this scheme. Both been successful. Mm, you got to come away with one. I would much rather have a vet playing on the other side of Derwin. Just my personal preference. Uh, not a young guy who's developing or one who you know, has the IQ for it, talking about Alohi, but not necessarily the athleticism to be out there full time. Yeah. 
I still feel like they'll bring in a vet. It'll be either John Johnson or uh, Adrian Amos. I truly believe that. Again, fingers crossed. See what happens before camp. But what I really want to talk about here is special teams. Because I think Darius Davis is the wild card next year. And it'll be in the third phase of the game. Special teams. The one that gets the least amount of love. And this is now going to be the Chargers' second reigning Jet Award recipient. Um, the Jet Award, for those uh, who don't know, is an award in uh, the college ranks that's given out to the top return specialists in football. And uh, remember the last one who couldn't seem to find the field, whether it be on offense, even though he did score one touchdown in the regular season. But he couldn't even get in on special teams. Not as a returner on punt or kickoff return, which was really strange. Yeah, Joe Reed, who I believe is in Chicago now. Still my boy, Joe. Uh, hope all works out for you there and you don't end up in the NFL abyss somewhere and, and playing in the XFL. And I mean, there are worse things. I don't know. But I don't think the Chargers squander this uh, this type of return specialist time around. I also think he's going to be a contributor on offense. Gadget plays, uh, extending into the deep parts of the field as well. Someone who can also take a little tunnel screen and turn it into a big play just Again, he's not super shifty. He's got enough movement, enough wiggle. But man, all he has to do is make one guy miss and it's pretty much over. So I think that's going to be a significant difference in the team. It'll be in the third phase of the game. Um, offense and defense will get the majority of the credit. But Darius Davis could be responsible for field position, putting Justin Herbert in situations where he doesn't have to go the length of the field to make, uh, you know, talking about eight, ten play drives whether it sets up three or seven, whatever. You can put the offense in more advantageous situations. And um, I think I know we'll see. Kellen will be able to make some magic happen when he's got shorter fields. You can get a little bit more creative and stress the defense some more. But uh, that's it for me, people. 100. Done and done. And again, I want to take this time out. Thank everybody for joining me know who it is it's mr bolt gang or don't bang aka top underscore flyt301 on twitter and uh also co-host on the lightning round podcast you can check me myself gary and jamie out over there if you want to get into some more charges stuff some more banter talk reviews uh all that good stuff but until the next one y'all take it easy be cool appreciate you and uh Okay. Love you. Bye. Times a hundred times infinity. Well, Craig, K love you. Bye ah! times a hundred times infinity plus one plus one. <laughs> yeah. Take that. Craig. We got you. Got you. <laughs> it, well, was, it was funny. Cause I just want to like, what I remember about Craig when I first like started interacting with him on Twitter I'll, and we just started talking and then it was like halfway through that 2021, like 2020 season or something like that. And then we just became friends. And then we we all became friends. We're like, dude, do you just want to come like have a segment? And he's like, okay, let's do it. And that was it. And now he's been on it for 100 episodes. So I'm, yeah. I I love that guy. He's amazing. And he's he always has amazing insight and gives us a little credibility. So I'm all about it. Yeah. No, Craig does a lot of research and a lot of insight on players, both on the college and on the professional side. Uh, I hold his opinion in very high regard and 
Yeah, I think he started. I think he started with some Ask Bold Fam. He would send like audio recordings in. Yeah, yeah, we started having like more segments. We started bringing him on to be like a segment of the show, and now he's got his whole intro song. He's got the whole thing. Now he's He's, on multiple podcasts. I mean, yeah, he's he's got his own YouTube. He's big time now. He is dug in like a tick, so he is not going (laughs) anywhere. But uh, hey, Hey. (laughs) (laughs) the title of the episode right there. Um, (laughs) But um, yeah, Craig, I think that's a, a lot of great insight. I mean, yeah, the. Uh, O-line looks great right now. And yeah, somebody Finally. to kind of develop behind Lindsley, you know, it doesn't have to be this year. It could be in the next couple of years, obviously, um, you know, because Lindsley's just been so freaking good. When, you know, when it comes time for him to hang up the cleats or something like that, like we want to make sure that somebody's got to be there to take care of Justin. And waiting, you know? ready to go. <laughs> and waiting, yeah, ready to go. Um, yeah, the safety position with uh, with Alohi and JT you know, we talked about getting like John Johnson or something like that. I think there's still room to get a guy like that. But I mean, I don't know. What do you guys feel like with with Alohi and JT? I kind of feel okay with Alohi being the guy. That's that's how I feel. Okay. Which isn't all that like. Yeah, I'm not it. over I've, the moon about it, but I'm not right. like sweating and like rocking yeah. in a corner trying to figure out if we're going to make it this year. Yeah, you feel okay. But, and also like you need depth, you need multiple guys on the field mm-hmm. at once. Um, so it's, it's a little, it's a little scary that after Alohi is JT Woods, who's never played in the NFL really. Uh, yeah. I mean, nothing significant as far as like action and being called upon in big pressure situations. And right. Um, so that's the thing. I do feel like that's the thinnest spot on our team is the safety position right now. We have such a stud in Derwin, mm-hmm. um, that the, it doesn't feel balanced as far as what we have back there. Um, uh, and then, it, and, uh, in the NFL that we live in now with how much it, the ball is being thrown, it is a little scary to not have a, excitement about who's back there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, there's still, there's still guys out there and there's still availability. I think we're still going to pick up a vet. Yeah. I don't think they're going to go into the season with just those three guys as your like go-tos. So uh, I think there'll be a fourth in that mix for sure. Yeah. And I haven't it, heard of Bryce Callahan still available because there's still that bringing him back. He's not signed anywhere. I he hasn't think. signed anywhere. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so there's some flexibility there. I agree with you, Kyle. I think it's the one position where you look at it and you're like, weird. this is weird. Like I'm not worried about the offensive line. I'm not worried about the safety group. And I think that's kind of, a little scary, a little bit. So uh, hopefully Alohi goes out of his mind and plays like he did in that Miami game, and he yeah. becomes the guy, and he steps in, and he gets all the reps, and just that comfortability, and he can flow and not think and just play. Hopefully that's the case, and he's he's amazing because that's what we need right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm really I'm, I'm low key excited about Darius Davis coming in to be our return guy. Like seeing yeah. the production that he had, you know, especially off of his highlight film in college, knowing how fast this guy can get. Yeah, you know, be, if he can just miss a couple blocks, like Craig said, like just miss a couple guys, and he is off to the races. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that, especially with Ryan Ficken as the special teams coordinator, like scheming out, you know, returns exactly yeah. for get, this guy get, to come in. Give you talk about weapons on offense and and big time players on defense, but you give Ficken was arguably what feels like our best coordinator last year because of the drastic improvement of that that department mm-hmm. you give him give him weapons and see what he can do see what he can come up with be creative and um man we saw we've seen it with the patriots for so long 
a good special teams can win you games. Like it mm-hmm. really can, as long as you can just not blow up on offense or defense. When they came and smacked us what, 40 something to like nothing a couple nothing, of years ago. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. because they had incredible special teams. They had that little long haired white guy that just kept returning every kick for 20 plus yards. He had a touchdown return. Um, so it's just, yeah, I mean, special teams can have a huge, huge impact on the overall game that you just don't think about it a lot. And so having the best return guy in college football definitely is huge. Yeah. Well, Craig, again, thank you for another awesome yeah, thanks, Craig man. experience. And yeah, thank man, you really for you. being with us for as long as you have. We we love you. We love having you on here. And uh, we'll we'll keep doing this, man. We're, <laughs> it ain't stopping. On, We're going to ride on. this till the wheels fall off. So let's go. Until uh, <laughs> they make a stop. Or they make no a rotations either. Let's just go. That's right. You're always first string, my guy. Um, all right. Well, time to go on to the next segment. It is Ask Bolt Fam. Let's go. Let's go. Let, let's go. Let's go. go. Let's go. Let's giggity, giggity. go. Let's, let's go. go. Gone. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Guys, go jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Both are hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt Fam. And we start off at the top with Devin Bierl. Bierl. Bierl? Bierl. Bierly. Bierly. I'm going to go Lee. I don't know why. Okay. Know Devin, why. Devin, tell us if we're wrong. Bierly. Bierl. Bierly. Bierly. Okay, Be-a-la. who asked the question? <laughs> Everyone is freaking out about our safety room because Gilman will be the likely starter next to DJ. I get being concerned about our depth in that position, but I thought Gilman played really like lights out towards the end of the year. Thoughts? K-Love you, bye. Also, BTFU, family trust, respect. All right. All right, all right. All, all right. right. Okay, all right. dude. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, we just kind of waxed pretty poetically about yeah. Lohi Gilman, but uh yeah, I mean I, he I, did have a game where I mean he was called up, you know, to be like, All right, dude, Derwin can't play. You gotta come in and guard Tyreek Hill, arguably one of the best wide receivers in the league. Yeah. And he performed in prime time, dude. Yeah, and in prime, in prime time game, no less. The one that's the biggest, and the people are watching. Everyone's watching. He, st- he stepped up and he shut him down. He couldn't yeah. do anything. What was Tua? He couldn't. He couldn't get the ball to anybody. It was like the one of the worst uh, passing percentages in the league last year. That game. So right. I let's. I want it. So this is all. There's so many like potential guys right now. Right. Guys that were like kind of backups that could step up into the limelight. The big ones are the running back group and this group. Are you going to have J2 Woods and you're going to have a Lowy step up and be what they're supposed to be? Because we drafted J2 Woods pretty high. So we're hoping he can step up and do something. True. Same yeah. thing with the running back group. So the, the position groups that people are worried about, you know, you can be worried because there's not a veteran there, but there's guys that have been groomed and should be ready to go and, and be able to perform at a high level. Like we've seen some of them do it. It's just not consistently, but we have seen them do it when they were given the chance. Yeah, it sounds. I mean, we sound like we're kind of on right on the same page as Devin is. It's like yeah. I'm not, I'm not stressed or freaking out about the court, the safety room. Feels like the depth's not quite there, but the guys that we have there, if you could, if you could carbon copy Alohi and give me another one, I'd be pretty confident with the depth that you then have. Like, yeah, he's not a Pro Bowler, he's not an All Pro, but I think he's going to get the job done. But we just need another one of that 
that kind of style or that level of player to make me feel confident about the depth of the position. Mm-hmm. A low east yeah. clone would be a low hay. So a low hay, a low high, a low ho. I'd be like multiplicity. Come on up yeah. and spitting on bugs. <laughs> That's a poll. If you haven't seen Multiplicity, it's a fucking awesome it's a movie. Classic. Come on up. <laughs> it's really good. It's Michael Keaton, and he's just like keeps yeah. cloning himself. And it's the, his like the child. One, one of his best roles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the last yeah. one's ridiculous. Right up there with yeah. Batman and Beetlejuice, but uh... <laughs> one of his best performances. Wow, what a guy! What an actor! He's yeah. had some serious Dude, roles. Beetlejuice two was announced. Sorry, I just got excited. It is. About yeah, like, April <laughs> Fools. Forgive me. No, no it's, it's happening. happening. I think they've already oh, started wow. filming, actually. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Sorry. So, Detour. all right, Devin, <laughs> thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Fecal Fatality 2. Certified <laughs> <laughs> gross. Who asked the question? <laughs> What's Herbert's shampoo regimen? What should be or what it actually is? Because I feel like it's probably like water and maybe yeah. a shampoo i don't think there's a i don't think yeah. that man is doing it's more a whole like lot the, to take care of his mane it's like axe body wash he uses in his hair like he's <laughs> just and his shit. body it's all it's one just, yeah he's just that perfect you know it's like yeah it's like yeah, the yeah. combo it's the combo yeah. deal he's that is like, not good for you so, all right let's go yeah. go fishing go golf right. let's get <laughs> out of fishing. here i think he probably has some kind of like hair treatment that is like only for rich people that like only once you become a rich person do you realize they that give it to you this product once your exists. bank account hits yeah. a certain amount it just you don't have to pay for door. it they just no it just it shows up you. at your house yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> beautiful well, well what would that be uh, or he has like the full-blown like what was the movie the figure skating movie with will ferrell Oh, I can't remember what it's called. It was Blades of Glory? Yeah, Blades, Blades of, of Glory. Glory. Okay. Remember he has like the whale husk brush that's like specially. Like, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, Maybe there's some kind of special those. product yeah. that yeah. only a select I, few people have. <laughs> Maybe it's like the uh, maybe it's like uh, in Fight Club where they like go steal the fat from the liposuction clinic, but it's all yes. like you know, it's all like you know, Chiefs fans fat, like the fatty fatties, fat, the fatties, and they he they do something with it, and that's what he does his hair with all the leftover very, uh, grease from Andy Reid's cheeseburgers. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> yucky. Hey, I felt like it something sounds gross, gross but don't come. knock until you tried it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. Hey, fecal fatality. You know what I mean? I feel like the answers need to follow the name. You know what I mean? Make it gross. <laughs> Make, it, Make gross. it gross. That's what he's looking for. All right. Make it Fecal gross. fatality two. Thank you for joining I guess us. Fecal fatality what? was already taken. <laughs> <laughs> number one. Or he just forgot his password. Or he just went in on the number two. That's <laughs> for poop. He did it. When you go number two. Uh, <laughs> I think that's giving it too much credit, but thank you for asking the question. <laughs> Creative name. Let's move it on now to Hangry Seth. Revenge of the fecal fatality. <laughs> Who asked the question? Oh, yeah. I'm back. After a good little rest, Hangry is back. All right, all right, all right. So answer me this. We know Herber is number one. You think Max beats out Easton? I think his chemistry with two TCU wide receivers and his aggressiveness uh, will come in clutch. Hey, um, I you got what? So Easton's on one year, a one year deal, correct? So I think he's not going to do it this year. This is going to be the year of comfortability and transitioning him to him working with Justin, and then 
maybe next year, depending on what happens with Easton. And yeah. what it's less about taking over this year. It's more about showing the coaches what you're capable of to mm -hmm. eventually take over next year with an easy yeah. transition and no drama. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe who was, wants this drama? Was, this was not a seventh round pick is not a, they're going to make a huge impact this year. You know, they, they were, they're looking down the road for what's he going to do in two years and can he be the backup? So right. I think it'll be fun. It's fun to watch the preseason because we know Justin doesn't play at all. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So it's fun to watch the two different quarterbacks who have similar styles. I feel like they're both just really athletic guys mm -hmm. aren't super polished as far as like all the, the technical throws that they have to make, but they're just like gutty guys that'll go out and run the ball, like carry the team type of leaders. Um, so it'll be, I think they dra they drafted the younger Easton stick in Max Duggan. So it's clearly the one year replacement, but get them in early. Hmm. Yeah, yeah just, I mean, I'm it not, makes a good point. Anyway. I was going to say, makes a good point with the two TCU wide receivers. I mean, coming in already having some kind of chemistry with two of the guys, one of them being the number one, you know, draft pick for the Chargers this year, uh, I think gives him at least a little bit of an edge to beat out Easton. I think we'll yeah, see in the preseason. Easton has thrown to Keenan and Mike and sure. Jalen and Gerald yeah. Everett and the actual guys that are out there starting. <laughs> I'll just say the second half of that first that first preseason game is going to be like an extension of the championship game. I'm just saying, yeah. I think they're going to come out lights out. We're going to win that first game, no problem. Max Duggan is going to carry us no to problem. a, a preseason game um, victory. First preseason game victory. Episode 267. We'll know which one to come back to. <laughs> yep. Hangry Seth, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Glenn Flores, who asked the question. Is Kellen Moore the most important addition to this team in 2023? If so, how many more points will the Chargers score on average this year than last year? They averaged 23 points per game in 2022. Hey, Glenn, right off the bat, thanks for that last part where you told us what they averaged last year. Because none of us knew. We all was like, big, oh, shit. Big ups. Yeah, thanks, dude. That, that really helps me answer this question. I Thank you for the layup. The yeah. uh, thanks for the assist. all about those alley-oop layup questions. I'm reading to him like, oh, crap. I got to Google oh, this. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Google. Google. Don't kill Siri. Hey, Siri. Yeah, yeah. Alexa. Alexa. <laughs> We all have our own assistants to help us be fucking semi-knowledgeable on the how podcast. how many points? <laughs> yeah. So, Ask Jeeves.com. Uh, Jeeves. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Psh, more. 30. I'll go with the touchdown more per game. That's aggressive, but I think that it's... I mean, the it felt like we did not score 23 points a game last year. That feels high, to be honest. Like... The yeah. way that our offense played, it just didn't feel like we were scoring a lot of points. So it, it, it has to get better with being more aggressive, putting the ball down the field. Now the defense may allow more with us potentially turning the ball over, ball over with taking deep shots. Um, but I think we're going to score significantly more. I would say, to, to be aggressive, I would say 30 points a game. That's how you win I'll 17. Go, <laughs> if we're winning 17. Uh, so I'm going to base this on another stat that I just saw, is that mm -hmm. Justin wins games when the defense allows he's 19 and four when that his defense allows less than 27 points. I, that's a stat I just saw. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to just be conservative. I'll say we hit 28 and the defense can do that. We're going to be a dominant football team. I'll take 30, 30 would be great all day, but I think at least a five point per game increase with Kellen. I think that's, I think the floor, 
I think there's still there's a ceiling that can go much higher than that. Um, and it just depends on how quick like they can get it together because it's a first time coordinator with a brand new offense, bunch of guys. You know, there's going to be hiccups those first four weeks. Sure. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be that kind of stuff just out of this year. They haven't been together long enough. But I think as I have a feeling as the year continues to cook, we're going to get win by more and win by more and win by more. And it's just going to keep stepping up. So um, I'll go 28 for that. I like it. Well, All we right. haven't lost a game if we scored 30 points. The only game that we lost scoring 30 points, do you know which one it was? What? Freaking Jacksonville Jaguars in the playoffs. But if oh! we can score 30 points, we're in really good shape most of the time. Mm. Yeah. So, All right, so 30 put, and they, the we less down. than 27. Yeah. I love it. All right. What about, what about you, Will? You got to give us one. Come on. Uh, say 40. Say 50. $1, Bob. Um, 50 right. oh. Yeah. Price is right, Rules. <laughs> the price I'm is going wrong. on vacation. I'm going to the showcase showdown, motherfuckers. <clears throat> I don't know what the typical average points are or who even had the highest last year, but I'll say 31 hey, just for the heck of it. <laughs> yes. Hey, Siri. <laughs> hey, 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 Siri. Hey. Oh, my gosh. Hey. My phone turned down. <laughs> <laughs> Ask her. Wait, are you what was the there? highest? Average? My phone clicked over to my headset. Clicked over to my phone. Oh, worse. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, you're back. Oh, boy. Technical difficulties. I had to turn off my Bluetooth on my phone because it literally kicked over. Oh my god, it's amazing. Highest average points per game NFL twenty twenty two. Chiefs had 29.2. Yeah. So, I mean, no team is really crested over 30. 28, baby. It's our time. Yeah. 28 to 30. I'll say, I'll go with Kyle and just say 30, just because why not? Why don't you go the greatest? That's right. Or you go 29 and make it neutral and not feel like you're siding with one over the other. No, if I'm going to do that, then I'm going to say 31. Then do that. That's (laughs) fine, too. Because I want to win. Don't tell him what to do. I want to leave. I'm not telling him what to do. I'm just giving him facts. Facts of the matter of what we're talking about and how it makes me feel. Sounds like you said what you said was you have to pick one because you can't side with someone. So pick something. No, I was just reminding him that he was siding with you. And if he really wants to do that, I was just giving him the option. I wasn't saying anything. Glenn Flores. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mr. Pekar. Who asked the question? Hey, both fam. With Kellen Moore's little use of the fullback and love as a tight end. Do you think that my freakishly manscaped specimen of a man, Xander Horvath, with his rippling thick thighs, will be a forgotten chess piece like the latter half of last year? Or could they possibly use him in tight end sets, which I personally think would be badass? I'm so (laughs) pumped for this season. I'm looking forward to Kellen and what he will be bringing. With a rebel yell. She cried, more, more, more. (laughs) We wanted him and we got him. (laughs) On a side note, say hello to one of the newest members of the Die Hard Bow Club, i.e. that's the Inland Empire for those who don't know. Okay, enough about me, FTR. Both the f*** up. Care, love you, bye. (laughs) More, more, more. more. That was funny. Uh, well, welcome to the Dire Bowl Club, Mr. Peckard. Yes, Let's Austin go, Pekar. baby. Love Congrats. it. Dude. Good for Love you. it. Um, all right. So Xander Horvath. It's an interesting call. I mean, I haven't noticed. I I feel like the fullback is just kind of a 
if you don't have one, you don't use it. And that's what Kellen Moore said all offseason is like, I'm going to use the pieces that I have. Mm-hmm. So if I can make an offense look better because I have Xander Horvat, then I'm going to do that. But if if it's just not like he's not like a dominant piece, I don't feel like he's going to force it to fit what he wants to do. Um, so I do think that Xander is going to have to prove that he is that big of a piece that can make a difference if he's on the field. Uh, I don't think, yeah, I don't, I really don't know. I don't know enough, enough about what Kellen Moore, um, like his vision is as apart from what McCarthy wanted to do. Um, and they had good tight, they had a good tight end, so they used it. So maybe they have a good fullback, so they use it. Um, Xander felt like he went kind of unnoticed the second, after the first three games of last year too, we didn't really utilize him. And we don't know the reason behind it either. We don't know if he, you know, parked in somebody else's parking spot or if they just felt like there were better opportunities for guys on the field that weren't named Xander Horvath. So, yeah. And it didn't um, really get asked. The media didn't ask because you don't yeah. ask about a fullback's play. And I, I'd like that to change. I'd like to yeah. start a, a petition. I'd like to start a fullback awareness, yeah. fullback awareness a uh, year. Um, let's bring, let's bring it back. What would the color be? If we had like fullback awareness month, what would the color be? A crimson red from all the broken noses he's gonna smash people and create. Okay, crimson, not red. Like it can't. It's gotta look more purple because you know it's blood red. Yeah, it's blood red. Blood red, like authentic. Okay, (laughs) Okay. Mister Petcar, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Swipe a Graphics. Who asked the question? What jersey would you recommend I buy? I got a Herbert jersey last year, as in 2021, courtesy of our fan of the year, Jen Mills. I want a Philip Rivers or a LT jersey, but as we know, those are hard to find new in the style they used to wear. Anywho, f*** the Raiders and Caleb, you buy. All right, so what should he do? Philip Rivers, LT, hard to find a new one. What What do we think? There's something uh, you could go the retro way. Like I have those retro jerseys. I have some are awesome, but it would also (coughs) be cool when you can do your own custom one and you do like Phil on the newer style or Ladanian on the newer style. I disagree. Okay. (laughs) And it's very clear that Swipe likes the authentic one, so I disagree. Agreed to disagree. <coughs> well, I, swipe yeah. up. It's swipe it, up here. I got a, I got an offer for you, swipe. But I'll let Kyle continue after <laughs> I'm done with my offer. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I have a Phil Rivers jersey that I don't use, or you know, it's not really hanging up. I have it stored away. I bought it at a car wash in San Diego, thinking it was like OG, like good, slightly knockoff brand. Yeah, I'm willing to donate. You to bought you, it to you. at a car wash, my guy. Yeah, the one in the one in uh, Poway, Touch one, of like, class, right, right down Target, uh, Ted Williams yep. Parkway. We know it's stitched. Yeah, it's the whole deal. I was like, this looks good, and then I got it home and got it under like proper lighting, and I'm like, Fuck. little off. This is just this is the short bus version of the normal <laughs> jersey. Believe it so. or not, we didn't hit the jackpot at the car wash. Dude, if you want a slightly not realistic <laughs> Phil Rivers jersey, You're selling it, hit dude. me up. You are dude. selling this thing. <laughs> it's Who sitting right there. I right know now? where it is. It's sitting there. If you want it, hit me up. Let's go. All right. 
You pay for shipping. Say, it's all yours. I'd say if you want a throwback jersey, be patient and look for the one that you want. Because yeah, eBay is a good place to go check out. Yeah. Look, I mean, people are selling jerseys all the time. Uh, as far as which player you should go for, I mean, I love Philip Rivers. LT is the LT the goat. is the is the goat. Yeah, yeah, I think you you go LT. You and can't he's still go such wrong. a big part of the team right now. Right. Like he's at all the big appearances and. He's a big part of the team. Phil hasn't even retired yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he can't even be a legend. He's still active. <laughs> He's still and you got to think of, you got to think about your closet too. You don't want that kind of confrontation hanging up next to each other. You know what I mean? Quarterback on quarterback. You want to, you definitely, I think an LT is a better move. Yeah. So best of luck, Swipa. You know, and offers luck. on the table with uh, Kev Hug and Duggan. But, <laughs> you uh, you want to go. We got you. Car wash. Hit me up. We'll figure something out. <laughs> All right. Swipe of graphics. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to a Thier Kadir. Who asked the question? Well, dog, my baby. First, coach, <laughs> I love you for telling fans to shut up about the Chiefs and taking my side, baby. My question what is the hottest four game stretch for us? Mine, 15 to 18. Let's go. Love you, my guys. FTR, Herbo, MVP, both Super Bowl champs, baby. All right. So hardest four-game stretch. Yeah. What do you guys I got? I mean, 15 to 18 makes sense because just for the last game alone being against the Chiefs, an yeah, AFC West opponent brutal. and arguably the toughest Dude, AFC West tough opponent. Stretch. Yeah, AFC West always plays us the toughest, and you have Vegas Three of the and then Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo. No, Buffalo at home. So at yeah. Vegas, Buffalo home, at Denver, which is going to be cold against a good team, yeah, and then home. home against Kansas City. That's 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 a tough look. Yeah, I don't think it gets much harder. The other thing too is you got to look at is some of the teams we'd never play. You know what I mean? Like there's that I, they're not great teams, but you you don't have the familiarity and you don't have really the scheme ups and that kind of stuff. And it's how good you are at halftime. You know, is that's what I've noticed sometimes with the Chargers. So like there's it's week eight through 11 where it's Bears, Jets, Lions, Packers. Who knows what that's going to look like? We haven't matched right. up with any of those teams in a long time. So right. I will go with what you said. I think the last four games, and they're going to be important. I don't think you got to win oh, those. Yeah. I think that's going to come down. Yeah. They're going to matter big time. So I think that's that's like an alternate. Like they the records, some of those teams' records might have sucked last year, but the Lions and the Jets are going to be pretty pain in the pretty ass this year, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, hard to argue with your answer there, Athir, but uh, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Rebolted2006, who asked the question. Hey, Charger Chat fam, finally landed my dietetic internship after five long years of DTR work in their retirement homes, which means no games for me this year. It's going to be hard not having those wonderful Charger relations. It was such a release meeting up with fans in the parking lot and then... The next thing you know, we were pumping and sweating all on top of each other in the stands, having those <laughs> lovely Charger relations with each so play of happening? our beloved team. <laughs> oh, when I was younger, I used to have lovely hot Charger relations on my own every Sunday, sometimes late Sunday nights, Mondays and Thursdays, in my room, in the living room, or in the front seat of my car while driving on the interstate. <laughs> then when I visited StubHub and Thunder Alley at SoFi and found out about 
DHBC at away games. Oh, it was great to be able to get that <laughs> fandom all over me and release all that's been built up for the last 17 years. Just wanting and waiting and wanting and who <laughs> made my head blow off. Man, I got my own self hot and moist telling oh, that no. story. Either way, maybe when I'm done and get the experience, I can replace Paige Crawford as the lead dietitian for the Los Angeles Chargers <laughs> one day and get you guys some hookups. Now to the question. One, our obvious statement games this year are as always against the Chiefs and the Ravens, Bills, Dolphins, and apparently now a Rodgers-led Jets team. There are questions at running back safety. Uh, did we do enough to help Justin? Is the depth of both lines good enough? Did we add enough pieces to address the run defense? Can everyone stay healthy, etc.? That will determine the outcome of those games. With that being said, what's left on your game day bucket list, and are you able to do any of those this year? The franchise has done as much as it can do this offseason and has more than enough pieces now to compete with the best. If the team decides to bring in a veteran safety or running back, etc., well, that's cool. It's just time to be fans and show up this part of the year and to figure out all the details of how you want to experience it. Boat up ASAP. In the meantime, enjoy my first highlight video uh, from videos I've captured on my phone. Okay, love you. Bye. A sexually Ooh. charged grandma. I've never <clears throat> heard that before. I'm oh, she listen. likes Ooh. those relations. Moist is just a <laughs> terrible word. Yeah. <laughs> it's just terrible. It doesn't describe anything that's good. <laughs> just, just not wet. Uh, it's just moist. It's yeah, just it's moist. Sticky and yucky. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Stop it. Gross. Stop um, it. <laughs> well, for those that want to check it out, Rebolted 2006 posted a video. It's up in our uh, Ask Bolt fam under his question. If you want to check it out, it's a great highlight video of all of his uh, experiences and such. Yeah. Is this true? I'm sad he's not going to be going to games and stuff. So, well, sometimes it's work before play. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for Mrs. Doubtfire. Especially, yes, he's got uh, uh, quite the workload, you know, with his relations. <clears throat> all right. God. So did the Chargers do enough? Do, are we feeling comfortable with all the pieces? Obviously, mention, you know, safety and running back. Obviously, we could put a vet in there somewhere. But is uh, do we do we feel like they did enough? I think we have the pieces. We, again, like we've beat to death we have to stay healthy gotta you stay healthy. only add so many pieces with the salary cap if the cap wasn't there and you could just spend unlimited money yeah mm -hmm. we could have added more depth but you can't that's why you have five starters on the offensive line and then you have backups and they're backups mm -hmm. for a reason yep um so i think that we have the starting guys and enough depth to patch a couple of holes if once it happens but i mean if you get guys going down left and right like last year there's not a roster that can handle that Right. I want to, they still haven't hired a, officially announced a trainer yet. So oh, that's really? what, before we pick up any more players, let's get that ironed out and make sure that all these players that we currently have are going to be healthy and ready to go. 
That's mm. one. And then we can look at this because there's going to be injuries. And I think we talked about a couple of the places where <coughs> you want more depth. You want more proven depth. We're just not going to have you're not going to be able to do that on a roster like this. Right. So you have JT Woods. Is he could he be great? Yeah, that's why they drafted him so high last year. So right. it's just need these guys that we drafted to step up and, and not have to ride the ride the pine. Right. Yeah. In those higher positions for sure. Yeah. Um, and then as far as our game day bucket list, I mean, cripes, I haven't had like two seconds to sit down and figure out game day strategies or what games we can try to go to right now. Yeah. Opening opening game. It's always the bucket that's list always to go to every opening game. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the big one. And then whatever ones we can, uh, can go to besides that, that's icing on the cake for us. So. Yeah, like, go, I'm probably go. not hitting yeah. any bucket list this year with baby number four on the way. So, <laughs> yeah, what's the what month is that? Babies. That's what he's coming in October. Yeah, October. Right, so smack in the middle of the season. Yeah, so we got to get all your <laughs> games in out mid game September. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to every home game we got early and then I'll be. MIA. <laughs> yeah. I'll be posted sense. up at OGs if you want to come watch with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want, I, I want to try to get to at least two to three home games this year and one away game. That's that like would my be goal. nice. Yeah. To hit four games. Um, it's just harder for Adam and I because we're, we don't live in we're not close, close to anymore. LA. You get to go to the Chiefs game at, and we Kansas get the City Chiefs. So that's, that's, that's true, one of yeah. them. So ideally, you know, Chiefs. And then if we get, a, if we get green, if I get Green Bay, if I can work that out with my kids and my wife, that's what I want to do. And then like two games at home, that'd be badass. I have I definitely have bucket list stadiums that I'd like to attend. Lambo's one of them. Unfortunately, it's just not gonna happen this year. Yeah, not maybe this year. In, yeah. Maybe in another four years. I'll get get out there. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> Next time. All right. Rebolt to 2006. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Zachary Shelton, who asked the question. When it comes to Justin Herbert's new contract. Should he take the deal to make him the highest paid Q Q Q B, or should he take a great offer, but that's more more, more of a team friendly D D D D deal? If you he's taking advice, I'd say team friendly deal, just because that's no. what I would like. <laughs> he's gonna take the most money. Of course, I just hope it's a. I hope it's a long contract. I don't want a five year deal yeah. that yeah. we then have to up again in five years give me that mahomes 10-year deal that's that's team friendly it really is because in six years the the way that quarterbacks are being paid he's going to be cheap but he gets the long term like i'm going to be here my whole career we get the benefit at the end of his career of he's not going to be one of the highest paid annual salaries even though we right. made a mega deal at the beginning so right. my hope that he does become the highest paid but he takes a longer deal so we can lock him in and we get the benefit of that come year seven through 10. Well, yeah. and then I think there's a great example of that. You do that and then look what they're about to do with Mahomes. If you earn it and you go win them two super, we win us two Super Bowls, we'll refigure that out and make you the highest paid guy. You know what I mean? Like I, that there is an op opportunity for that. So that if you want to get those opportunities and like have more available players where we're not getting hit so hard on the cap with your your yearly amount, that would be awesome for us fans. But Justin, do you? I'm going to support you no matter what. Absolutely. I mean, the blessing is that there's nothing about Herbert has ever indicated that there's some kind of an ego or like, I deserve to be the highest paid quarterback. You know, there's no sound bites or tidbits or at least from Justin. Yeah. From Justin that, himself, no. From yeah. Justin himself to make us think that, well, like, oh, Jesus, he's going to bend us over a barrel for yeah, you know, yeah. trying to just keep him for another four years. But right. Um, no, I, I think a deal is going to work out, and I think I think it will be a team friendly deal, whether it whether it's dollar amount or time he's with us. 
either way, I think it'll be something that will work amicably because, yeah, I mean, as much as we love him as the quarterback, we got to be able to afford at least a few other players <laughs> that yeah. can support and him. So there was something I saw that when they did the walkthrough, when you guys watch it, they had the walkthrough of the new practice facility and they had like the mock ups of like each room and all that stuff. The amount of times Justin Herbert was in those mock ups. Oh, right. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. So I oh, think they're pretty much going to pay him whatever he wants is going to happen. Yeah. They've already committed to him with the graphics team and like all that shit. Like he's already the face of the Chargers. It's already yeah. done. So they're going to pay him what he wants. It'll get worked out regardless. But yeah. Zachary Shelton, thank Glad you. Glad I'm for not paying the, it. That's all yeah, I got to say. No kidding. Zachary, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to James Melia, who asked the question. Hey, guys. I got a snake draft for you here. Six picks, three current Chargers, two former Chargers, one retired, one still in the league, and a uniform for pickup basketball game with you subbing in and out. Order for draft is Wool Hug Coach. All right, so I get to pick first? Yeah, do it. I'm going to go immediately with retired and pick Antonio Gates. Okay, good call. He played college basketball. We all know that. We all know yep. that. Yep. Who's next? You. I'm next. You. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go, he's tall, seems like he can play good hoops. Uh, let's go Mike Williams. I'm going to match your strategy of retired right off the bat and yeah. tight end and go Kellen Winslow. Ah, shit. Woo! I blew nice. it. Nice. All right. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Quentin Johnston, because I know we play basketball. He's a fan, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's big high school stats. That's a good yeah. call. All right. Um, I Keenan Allen coaches his kid. Like mm. he has a foundation for basketball. He loves basketball. Let's go Keenan Allen. Mike Will Keenan. Allen. I'm, call. I'm sticking going, with the current the wide receiving core for my basketball. Yeah, I like sure, that. Sure, I'm sure, going sure. all freak athlete. Go, give me Derwin James. Ooh, good pick. Good pick. Derwin. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Austin Eckler. Little okay. point guard. Yeah. <laughs> little guy you guys missed a big one and i'm f***ing really awesome that i got this is donald parham he's six foot 15 whatever the, how tall he is he's going to be great on my team so <laughs> you my missed it two rounds too bozo mike no i waited this is value <laughs> third oh round God. is value third round is value <laughs> oh my God. that's the funniest thing i ever heard that you so i got my three my three current i got value in the third round feeling good about oh this round God. okay someone took mike will already right yeah i did kevin just to clarify okay. okay um all right i will go with um i already have a retired so i need two former that are still in the league right sure yeah. um let me go and you know what i'm gonna take herbo give me justin he's an athlete that he was my next pick. damn it same <laughs> He's competitive. Yeah, well, he plays basketball too. We've seen Clifton. I should have went with him over fucking Parham. What was I thinking? Oh, dude, you just you just got off on that Parham. Psych. Parham's tall. He's perfect. <laughs> um. All right. So the boy, the former. Can the former be retired? Can we just agree that that's sure. okay? I don't yeah. think yeah. so. I think it has to be a guy. I mean, can you th can we think of six former Chargers that are still in the league right now? Think of guys well, that we just. I let, can think of the one I want. All right, I'm gonna get a bruiser. I'm just gonna say, give me Dan Feeney. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> just throwing Bud Light, throwing Fuck down. It. We're doing it live. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. Um, give me. Uh, let's go to the New England Patriots. Give me Hunter Henry. Oh, good call. Ooh, nice. I like good that. Pick I'll yeah. go with uh, Melvin Ingram. Yeah. Nice. Mm. He's former, not retired. I like it. All right. Uh, let's see. I want to get another former. 
Uh, I'll take Perryman. Fuck it. Fuck it again. <laughs> you got to recite your team off after this. It's got a bunch of little guys. It's a wild team. I don't care. <coughs> and Go this Darren can be Sproles a- next. <laughs> Darren Sproles, the shortest basketball team of all time. Um, I'm going to go, going back to the 70s, it's got to be in that era. He's got to be from that era. I'm going Dan Fouts. Give me an aggressive, the motherfucker in charge, walking in there, point guard, calling the shots. Let's ride. Okay. Um, I'm going current. Let me go through our roster right now. Um, I don't know why, but I feel like he has to be good at basketball. I don't have like a true point. Assault. I'm going to go with Zont. I think he's, I think he has to I be. Think it's a good call. He's got it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So and I need one more current. So I'm going to say Mike Davis. Good. I was about to say that. That would have been a good pick. Mike Davis. I like that. So okay, well, now it's yours. Bonus well, points. <laughs> Bo- uh, so wait, I thought I was done. I think oh. we're on our last one. We're on our oh, last shit. Pick. Another. So what do I have? Another. I don't know. <laughs> in the league and one retired. Two no, former. Two former. One retired. So you need another former. Oh, I want still in the to... league. Still in the league. Still in the league. Jerry still... Tillery. Uh, <laughs> no, no, boo, boo. <laughs> How dare you? Come on, hurry, uh, pick. I'm struggling, uh, Jerry Tillery, Storm Norton. Oh my god, I cannot believe. I no, 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 this. take it back. No, no, take no, it back. No, no, you already put it in. I got uh, this pick with the last pick of the draft, Philip freaking Rivers. Oh, uh, that's former, a fucking, not retired. That's a loophole. That's a, mm. totally what I should have done. All right, and what? Why uniforms? did I pick Jerry Tillery? Wait, wait you guys want to hear my team? We got to recite teams off. Yeah, I got it. If you can remember I got it, Kellen it's the Winslow, bonus point. Derwin James, Justin Herbert, Melvin Ingram, Zont, and Philip Rivers. I'm beating you. I don't know. I got Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Donald Parham, Hunter Henry, uh, Dan Fouts, and fucking Jerry Tillery. <laughs> Those the last three completely <laughs> killed your team. Not good at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> really I'm panic so hard. I'd be a terrible GM. Well, I know that Antonio Gaines and Quentin Johnston will carry this team. Uh, okay. uh, we've also got Dan Feeney, <laughs> Mike Davis, Denzel Austin Perryman, Eckler. and Austin Eckler. So, hey. That's a wild. We got to wear cows. We got my team. Yeah, for sure. The <laughs> well, you be, why don't you be the judge of it in the comments? Tell us what yeah. you think. Who, who, who had the you better team? They're going to say Wooly because everyone likes Wooly the most, but it's just not true. <laughs> I don't hey, know how you listen. We're the underdogs, went, baby. He went mullet on us. I don't know how you can. I love Dan Feeney, on. baby. I want him to come in and just wreck. He'll just be body checking everybody. <laughs> He's got that energy. <laughs> um. All right. I think we hit it all. James, Melia, thank you for asking the question. Yeah. Let's move it on now to Boltville 714, who asked the question. If uh, coaching Kev uh, went to the beach and could take a few of the Chargers player for a 707 tackle of flag football, who would you guys select? And to make it a bit uh, fair, you guys uh, would have to be the QB for your team. So no Justin. He can chill and hang out with Wooldog on the side, uh, drinking some high-quality H2O, uh, <laughs> just tossing the ball back and forth. Uh, there is, however, one catch. Wooldog, you can only talk and conversate with uh, Justin using your voices. Which voices <laughs> would you choose? What would you uh, talk about? FTR and Kid Love You Bye. 
All right. Seven God, on seven. Again, these are hard, dude. <laughs> so okay, you got to pick be... six. You got to pick six players back and forth. Okay. Snake draft rules. Yeah, you guys, and it's only you guys. I'm not I'm picking. I'm over value. here. I'm over here yeah. chatting with Justin Hoybate. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you guys talking about? I don't know. Figure out your team. I'll come out. <laughs> you work on that. Okay, so who's going first? All right, who's ladies first. first. Kev? Uh, go ahead. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Keenan Allen. First pick. First pick, Keenan Allen. I'm going. Uh, I'm gonna go Joey Bosa. You, okay, just to be clear, this is seven on seven, so this is only passing. There is no running the ball. Joey Bosa. Okay, okay perfect. Thanks. Um, I'm gonna go with Mike Davis. <laughs> I'm going with Quentin Johnson. Okay, I'll go with J.C. Jackson. Now I have both starting corners, and I don't know who you're gonna play. <laughs> <laughs> so wait i'm confused what do you mean so seven you got on seven is just it's like offense and defense so you have yeah. to play I, they I'm gotta play both ways both ways yeah, yeah so that's, I'm assuming, okay. yes so you're picking so he's all got people to guys. guard your wide receivers is what he's saying yeah and defense you picked did you, championship did you pick derwin james no derwin james okay <laughs> Derwin <laughs> <laughs> <Dermot> James. <laughs> Final answer. That was okay. easy. So you picked Mike Williams the first. I picked uh, no. I picked no. Joey Bosa. Picked Joey, Bosa. <laughs> Joey Bosa. Wait, so who's your team right now? It's Joey. Bosa, Joey Bosa and Derwin James. James. No, you have a third one in there. Call me Pro Bowl. No, I only I, picked two. I have three. So then, because you went my, first, Kyle. So it's my turn. So it's this is he Kevin's third went. pick. He just went and picked Derwin. He picked the second player. Before. We got to run. We got. We got to run this tape back. I don't remember. I think you went with Mike Williams. Sure, call it Mike Williams. Fair. Yeah, for, I think, for I think argument's he, sake, I'll yeah. take him. Okay, Mike Williams. I'll go with um, Quentin Johnson. <laughs> no, I went no, Quentin Johnson. Kevin picked Quentin Johnson. Okay. That's who we're. Say, that's who even we better, Mike Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I now have the two starting wide receivers and two starting corners. Yeah, Kev's got Bosa, Derwin James, and Quentin Johnson. <laughs> I got something up my sleeve for Bosa. Don't good, you worry Kev. about nothing. This is not good. Fuck. <coughs> I'm dying. Okay. I'm going to go with <laughs> Josh Palmer. Okay. I'm going with Zon. Now I have all three corners. <laughs> I'm going with uh, <laughs> Alohi Gilman. Perfect. That's who I was gonna go with. I got, good I got my safety. Now I have the fastest guy on the team. All right, I win. That's it. You get your one last pick. Make it count. <laughs> Make it count. Uh, you gotta pick a. You gotta pick like a game changer right now. Go, go out there. I don't know even know what to, you can do because it's not that close. Austin Eckler, he's 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 yeah. he's got it all. He can there do both. He can use everything. It's a Swiss Army knife. Okay, yeah, good call. All right, I got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Mike Davis, J.C. Jackson, Zont, and Jalen Guyton. <laughs> I don't. How did I get the whole starting team? <laughs> you don't have a single starter on your team. Joey <laughs> Bosa. Okay, he'll get open. Quit <laughs> Justin. He's got a lot of promise. All right. All right. What's your voice? What voices are you talking to? I got to talk to him and like whatever the most, the least annoying, because I can't talk to him. I can't be like, Justin, what are we going to do today? Throw the Al, ball. Like, Al, Al Pacino? I don't know. I, feel like, oh, I don't know. Get away. Oh, Justin. <laughs> what are we having for lunch 
today. <laughs> Would you like a beer? <laughs> I don't know. I, I yeah, probably Al Pacino because I can at least try to stay in character. But I gotta like, I gotta gauge like how he's reacting. Like I gotta Bog-horn, read his body Bog-horn language. Leghorn could be good. Could oh, be a good energy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, Justin, throw me the ball. I got to keep your eye on the ball, Justin. I ball. That's a joke, son. I'm throwing him your way. You got to catch him. All right. <laughs> Boltville 714, thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with Cerberus21, who asked the question Has anyone noticed that our initial starting linebackers will be? Oh, Kendricks wearing number six, hoo-ha, and Murray wearing number nine. I have nothing more worth sharing. Okay. <laughs> there it is. Six and nine. You'll do the math. But I will ask. Oh, I will ask. Would you rather bitch slap Joe Lombardi, nut check Dan Olosky, or Dutch oven Sam Acho? Both the f*** up. And... The Rizless Raiders. Oh, <laughs> fuck them. So quite the observation. Our linebacking core is going to fuck you up. <laughs> Some good photo you, opportunities. That's why Joe's a big change numbers. <laughs> you can't ask to each other. They came in the middle at 69. 6-9, 6-9, 6-9. That's a lot of 69s. That's a lot. Of, yeah, that's aggressive. Good, good observation. Just um, imagine the stack, the 69 stack from like our team photographers. Oh, that's be. a blitz. That is a blitz call all day long. You're sending both of those guys. 69. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quarterbacks. <laughs> Eric Kendrick just like inverts in the air and tackles the quarterback. <laughs> airtight, airtight. I'm calling airtight. Okay. I'm that's not the question. For sure. Yeah, I, I can't. Hot, yeah. Dutch oven for sure. Hands down, I think Dutch we all do it at the same oven. time. All three of us, one giant Dutch oven. <laughs> oh, there will be puke. That's not a Dutch oven. That's a German. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not going to That's warfare. That. Yeah, right that's there. warfare. That's, that's, chemical that's attempted warfare. suicide. Attempted murder right there. That's what that yeah. is. That's not fun. That's illegal in a lot that. of states. Um. <laughs> yeah, might get on some kind of list after that. <laughs> All right. That's a Russian sauna. I was looking for the alternate for oven for so you long. Did it. Finally clicked. Finally clicked. All right. Communist. We can't oh. do any better than that, folks. That's Cerberus Twenty One. Russian sauna. Thank you for asking the question, and thank you, everybody, for asking your questions and Ask Bolt Fam. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, but that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? We got nothing left. <laughs> Russian sauna. So oh, funny. God. Watch out, Acho. Here it comes. Watch out, Acho. Uh, All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. <laughs> That's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> be bye. <That's> so <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. When it comes to saunas, you have many options to choose from. But which sauna is right for you? 
we're proud to introduce the Russian sauna, now with multiple settings, like squeaker, backdoor breeze, and when you really need to sweat, go for the gas blasters. So when you choose your next sauna, choose Russian sauna, because no one knows cheek flappers like Russian sauna.